0: There's some things as we begin to develop in the things of God, we might not receive the same way all the same time. I'm not saying He's not going to lead us in line with His Word, but there's just some times He could lead us to do something in order for it to happen. One of the things I want you to begin to ask God, as we all do, when we're facing something, don't just get a scripture, claim it, and step out on it. I like that, but also say, God, give me wisdom. Show me what I need to do. Show me what my side is. And and, and I'm just going to trust you. And and there's there's been times that I've received things instantly, almost just like miraculously. As wonderful it is to receive miracles, I have by far everything I received from God, I received it and it began to come to pass. And I stayed in faith, so it came to pass 100%. But I had to believe I received right in the middle of it, no matter what I saw or felt. Or I'm telling you, when, when, we, when we learn these things, yeah, God expects us to, to grow up a bit. You're listening to the Harvest Church Podcast. Here at Harvest, we love God, love people, and live with purpose. Our services are on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, let's listen in to a message by Pastor Joe Coyne. So let's get right back into the Word tonight. And for some weeks now, we've been talking about the topic of faith. And uh, the more you study it, the more you realize how important it is. And so tonight, I'm just going to connect some with prayer and faith, because you really can't separate the two if you want to have an effective prayer life. And I'm sure you want to get your prayers answered, right? Well, it's going to take us believing God no matter what we see according to His Word. I want to start out in First Timothy chapter 1. And uh, again, we've been talking about faith in God, having faith in God. And we need to have faith in God in every aspect of our life. Have you ever been maybe a little bit tight um, financially? Maybe an unexpected bill came and all of a sudden, you know, you you're a tither, your heart's a tither and a giver, and and you're like, well, God, I could really use this tithe this week. (laughs) You know what? It takes faith to tithe. It takes faith to support God's house. It it takes faith to pray with a God you don't see in the natural. But if we believe, we believe he is, and he's a rewarder of those who uh, diligently seek him. Everything, think about a topic Throw one out there. How about forgiveness? How many have ever felt like forgiving somebody? I mean, how many have ever felt like not forgiving somebody? Well, so we do it how? By faith. Right? How about walking in love? Don't you always feel like being... <laughs> yeah, I barely have to even answer tonight. But, uh, you know, it talks about all the different ways that God in us, by the Spirit of God, He placed the, whole, uh, the love of God, and we can love people like God loved us and we didn't deserve it, and not taking on a, uh, an offense or. It takes faith, though, doesn't it? I, I'm, I'm gonna almost ask you, you know, what doesn't take faith? You better bless your food, you know? And we just thank God that even if the, even if the chef is in a bad mood, is in a good mood when it comes to your food, my food. I bless it in the name of Jesus. And again, if I ever have to turn it back, I would say, listen, please let the chef know he's wonderful. She's wonderful, whatever. But would you do it you know, would you just, uh, you know, just want to send it back and, and uh, thank you. <laughs> Be positive. What else takes faith? Raising your children. You always feel like. You always feel like. Not giving them a piece of your mind, or whatever. You hold it back because maybe sometimes you want You want to correct so bad, and the Holy Spirit's saying, "Give them a break." But you know, so we. It's a lifestyle. You know, the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We, um, the just shall live by faith. Did I say that? Well, we need to hear twice. So um, every aspect of our life, you can't, you can't have an effective prayer life if you don't believe when we pray God's word, if we don't believe he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions we desire of him. So we begin to thank him when everything looks desperate still, when everything looks like it's getting worse. That takes faith. But I don't want faith to be a formula. When it boils down to it, and, and, and we'll get to this in a little bit, really the reason why I can have faith in spite of everything I see is because my faith is in a person, not in a circumstance. And I know the one in whom I believe. <laughs> and he is absolutely 100%, not even 100%. He's a infinity. He He is absolutely perfect his character is absolute he is integrity he doesn't just have integrity right so that whenever we're praying that's just like even sunday i said you know one of the things that god has just made some adjustments with me lately is hey i'd like to have your heart in what you're saying hey connect with me connect with me and and, and uh hey you know look, when we pray know that i'm listening by the way, I've got some things to say. And if you want to hear from God, why don't we lean in to hear from God and what he's saying through his word tonight to us, and the Holy Spirit can use people. but In a sense, he's teaching you directly. Because there's some times you come out those doors either really happy or mad at me, thinking, who told you? I said, who told you what? All I say is, listen, all I know is God's got our numbers. so anyway let's get into this first timothy chapter one beginning uh, verse one says paul an apostle a special messenger of jesus christ he did this because he thought it was good and he just volunteered to do it i'm making a point here okay maybe I'll read that over again this is in the amplified so paul an apostle a special messenger of jesus christ Uh, He just saw somebody else doing something like that, so he thought he'd do it himself. No, he was appointed to do it. Whatever God appoints us to do, he anoints us to do, he he gives us to do, he graces us to do. I'm just going to go a little bit slower tonight, because I've got seven thoughts going on at the same time. Uh, You've heard me say this before, but please teach your kids they don't choose a career they discover they discover what they are and pursue that you don't decide what you are you discover what you are and when you discover you are when you discover who you are what god made you that'll be a life filled with passion and like you've heard it some some people say you know it's almost like I love what I do so much I'm not saying it doesn't have challenges or struggles or whatever but, but I really don't see myself as working a job it's what I get to do you gotta love what you do say my god you better pray for me stretch out your hand for me I don't like my job well maybe you need to go back to school while you have that job And how many know how many know when you're a little bit older it takes faith to go back to school takes faith to learn. takes faith to take tests. Everything we want. But, but the good thing about it is whenever I say faith, let's remember who we're having faith in. Because whenever we're applying faith, God is in us. God's with us. God's for us. God's with us. Do you remember what happened to Joseph one day? He, um, you know, my kids, they study. I mean, my kids say, man, I had a hard time in school. And I was like, you, you made a, you had a 4.4 GPA, when you graduated. Boy, they really had a struggle, didn't they? I didn't say they didn't have to work at it. Now, Joseph, okay, all right. You know, how many had to earn your grades like you, you see other people, they just skim over it and they just ace it, you're like, my, yeah, okay, see that hand, see that hand. See there? <laughs> but um. But then, ben, I guarantee you, though that person struggles somewhere else. You don't. But the main thing is, let's let God develop us, whether we learn easy or whatever. And and by the way, you can't get enough head knowledge to, to get to know God. That's why we need to believe God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge in the eyes of our understanding, being flooded with light. Come on, have you been coming to harvest long enough to know, saying, wow, that, that was good. But, but it's your spirit bore witness with it because the spirit of God is the spirit of truth. And you're like, man, this is like, I can do this. And one of the reasons why I have the type of church, my wife and I have the type of church we have is because we found this is the only thing that worked. When I first heard the stuff you're learning tonight, man, I was like, I can do that. That makes sense to me. This is not just a religious, uh, emotional experience here. What was I saying before I went off on that tangent? Oh, oh, oh yeah, Joseph. Let's get back to Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Uh, so my kids studied, you know. Hannah apparently had to study harder than Joseph. <laughs> and, um, and then my kids were young enough, we were taken to school, and all of a sudden Joseph said... Um, because um, we'd always say, hey, let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us take these tests. And, and Joseph, he spoke and said, wouldn't that be cheating? <laughs> I said, what if you didn't study? The Holy Spirit expects us to do our part, and he'll do things we can't do. Sometimes, listen, sometimes your miracle is waiting for your next move that you can do. Rather than just, God, you just do everything, take control, you're sovereign. Um, the word says that it's those who are willing and obedient that inherit the promises of God. Some people get mad at God about not coming, in, coming um, uh, through on him in certain areas, but, but then all of a sudden we'll be in a service and say, what about that disobedience? That I dealt with you over and, over and 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 over. Just want to remind you about that. Remember, it's not my move, that's your move. And as we grow and develop in the things of God, then God begins to expect us to stop relying on other people's prayer life to get us over. Just like a weaning child. You'd think that it was a great day to have children weaned today, but some people say, I want to rely on someone else. I want to to have somebody here from God for me. I want to have somebody here from God, what am I supposed to do in this life? That's a day for celebration, but not so much some places these days. They want to have everything given to them. They don't want to have to have any effort involved. Yeah, when we grow up, God expects a little bit more out of us. As a matter of fact, sometimes this is about faith and just sharing my heart tonight on some things. There's some things as we begin to develop in the things of God, um, we might not get, we might not receive the same way all the same time. Um, You know, God, I'm not saying He's not going to lead us in line with His Word. But there's just some times he could lead us to do something in order for it to happen. One of the things I want you to begin to ask God, as we all do when we're facing something, don't just get a scripture, claim it, and step out on it. I like that. But also say, God, give me wisdom. Show me what I need to do. Show me what my side is. And, and, and I'm just going to trust you. And, and there's been times that God has, okay, there's been times that I've received things instantly, almost just like miraculously. And what if I expected to come through for me just miraculously, but he wanted to do a process this time, or he wanted to work through a doctor this time, or he wanted to work through a counselor this time, or our answer was in a friend that, that we need to do lunch with. as as wonderful it is to receive miracles, I have by far 95% plus everything I received from God I received it and it began to come to pass. And I stayed in faith so it came to pass 100%. But I had to believe I received right in the middle of it no matter what I saw or felt or I'm telling you, when, when, we, when we learn these things, yeah, God expects us to, to grow up a bit. Now, I, was good. I don't think this should be humorous, but, you know, my brother Billy was uh, down syndrome. And um, there are certain things we couldn't expect out of him. Can I tell you, that's, that's one of the kids that need to be on government assistance. Because they can't help themselves. It's terrible how people live off the government, but they are they, they are of right mind and they, they have a sound, they have a body that they can—they can do work. That—that's. But there's certain things that I couldn't. I mean, we believe God for Billy to, you know, get better and all this kind of thing, and 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 he—he he was so good in a lot of ways, but there were just certain things because of his disabilities that we he just could not do. So how could I exp- how could God require of him to do something he could not do? He always touches something we can do. Always. There's going to have to be some sort of act of faith on our part to receive faith. Faith comes by hearing. We've been given the measure of faith. We develop that faith. Remember it's not just a formula, it's a Father we're looking to, it's I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ in whom all family in heaven and earth is named. I'm bound before the Father in the name of Jesus according to his word, and I am led by the Spirit. You cannot separate your faith life with being led by the Spirit of God. Because the way you get your victory is not going to be the same way that person got their victory. You better not hear that somebody gave their car away by faith and do the same thing because they did. If you weren't led out this heat, you're probably gonna lose some weight and you finally reach those goals. Uh, anyway, but uh, that wasn't nice. Forgive me. He wasn't funny. Thanks. Um, no, I feel the one out there walking. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I'm so blessed to, to be a child of God growing, growing up from knowing nothing. And I'm not saying I know that much today. I, the more you know, the more you realize you need to know. But I thank God for the things I've learned and applied and learned and applied. And, and, and then you prove God faithful over time. And, and, and really, you know what? God's expecting us to believe beyond where we are this year, this time next year. Why? Why? Well, because there's certain things he's going to ask you to do that he'd like you to have a developed faith to be able to do it. Because faith is a lifestyle, we always need to have it on targets. It's probably not even targets to me. It's just the way I live. And again, um, there are some ministers that would love to have a church like ours, but, but there's so much involved to have in a multicultural church and it, it definitely takes faith. I mean, it absolutely takes faith and development and application and, 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 and coming right down in the... God has a sound for harvest that attracts every nation, every kindred, every tribe, every race, every age. I've, there are some pastors that want to have the kind of church we have, but I told them you can't. They want me to help them. I try to run off people like that that want to have a multicultural church. Because of how I've had to change over the years. To And it wasn't a matter of respecting everyone and loving everybody the same. But you know what? There's not going to be extreme, any particular culture of music, of Of just the different way we deal with people, uh, the way we do church, the way we, you know, do ministry. Come on, get real. Uh, There are ministers believing God to have a multicultural ministry, but they are so white it's not even funny. And you're just not going to... If there's no change, you might be called just to do that. There are some people good at ministering to their culture or ministering in that way or that flair or that mode. Lord Jesus, how'd I get into all this tonight? But I appreciate you because, you know, instead of it being a white or black or whatever kind of church is, we learn that when we receive Jesus, we have to uh, celebrate all you know, the different cultures and ages. But if we did church like we used to, we wouldn't have any, any young people in this ministry. They'd be looking for something else that's real and relevant for them where they are. We're not compromising the word of the presence of God. You can see that anywhere you go in Harvest Church. But there are some other uh, black pastor friends that I have. They're believing God for an, a, a ma- major harvest of white people, but they do ministry in a very different way that will not attract white people. <laughs> hey, hey, Dwayne, you want to? You want to finish up? <laughs> you know, Hannah. Hannah has the task and the assignment. As much as we, listen, you're going to feel ebbs and flows of different cultures, though. I mean, if it's a little bit more this way that day, praise God. Just come on in and let's just have kingdom worship. Come on, let's just have the kingdom and treat each other like we're in the kingdom. And guess what? We're in the kingdom of God, and there is a king in this kingdom, and he, and he conducts his kingdom in a certain way. Everyone's welcome in the kingdom of God. And we literally have to study. It takes faith to learn, faith to change, faith to... You know what? This not might not be my favorite song, but I'm going to just get into it anyway. So Hannah, she, one of the things I have given her direction for that much more these days, that we're going to have to tweak some things because I want to hear a younger sound. I'm not saying our... Lord Jesus how do I get in this trouble tonight I don't mean everybody's old up there but I'm just saying you know, there, there are some more seasoned people want to get on the team and we're having to say right now we're recruiting for a different generation we're trying to let people down easy but it's just like you know we got we to get younger while we grow older It's taken so much intentionality for us to reach our kid, kids, and reach our young, uh, reach our. um... Would you let me speak, please? (laughs) Whoa, that was a sign. Okay, no, it wasn't. These these kids in our pre pre K and all those younger age categories, they're being raised in an environment where everyone's treated the same, where all races respect each other. And we are in the kingdom of God. So, so when they get into different environments in this world, they'll know how to conduct themselves. They won't say, oh my God, look at all these white people. And I know you've, you've received some heat sometime. Why are you going to that white man's church? Maybe you did, maybe you did, but I just sort of figured you did, because you know what? When I was at St. Peter's, guess what? And honestly, when someone say "Why are you going to that black church?" I said, "Never. I've never really paid attention." God sent me here. That's my spiritual father, and I know I need to learn this environment, not just because I, you know, God had things in the future for me, but just because. I wanted to reach as many people as possible. So I had to learn also that culture, but not, not lose all of mine. And then you have to blend this into a whole kingdom thing. How many of that takes supernatural anointing and power of God? And, it's wonderful to be able to come into a church. Excuse me, does it seem like I'm sort of bragging on our church? I really hope it doesn't because I'm really, really not trying to do that. I'm just telling you, to, it's taking faith, 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 and then all of a sudden, how many know that, that the enemy will sometimes speak up through somebody that, that tries to turn something on you like you've been extreme culturally this or that or now you're too political, not political enough or blah, 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 all that kind of stuff? Well, have faith in God. You know, it it really I'm just so blessed to have people like yourself that man, we um, we need to be we need to reach out our whole world is just So multicultural today, yet a a lot of churches aren't. Some churches can't be. You might say, oh, no, how? Well, because they're in an area that just has predominantly something. And you need to look like your community. But But if I'm going to, you know, attract a certain culture, I can't do everything the way I grew up in my culture. Of course, I grew up in Florida, which was a melting pot for all races, and my best friends were white, black, Hispanic, Mexican, and it was just a melting pot, and that's part of, part of just who we are. Maybe, maybe sometimes, maybe, maybe sometimes you, you can understand just a little bit of what I'm saying when you go home Christmas and go to the old church. And then realize how intentional we are with respecting every age, every age, every race. We respect you. We want you to have an experience where you can put all your heart in this and enjoy the, enjoy the kingdom of God. But get you, though, maybe where you grew up. It's just culturally dominant something. But then again, I know some ministers that can't change. Excuse me. They, it's not a matter of culture around them. They just want to do church the, the way they want to do church. So therefore, they're only going to reap a harvest of that particular type of people that like that particular type of church. What does this have to do with faith? Everything. Everything. But I thank God we have a God who knows how to sort all this out and, and there's, there's an anointing for us to do what we're called to do and I <laughs> might as well go back to the scripture, right? Uh, in 1 Timothy chapter 1 again it said Paul an apostle, special messenger of Christ Jesus by the appointment and command of God. When, when, when I finally yielded to the will of God for my life there was a certain time that that um, I knew what I was supposed to do now God expected me to do it or I would get in disobedience as a matter of fact I got close to disobedience and I opened the door to the enemy and it and, um, wasn't God's fault but uh, you know I, I got anyway something physically happened to me well anyway I was playing football and it was on a, a a wet grass area, and my foot stuck, and my ankle broke, but it, did y'all eat before, did y'all digest it pretty good, <laughs> but it was a compound fracture. Now, I didn't, God didn't do that to me, but I'm telling you what, sometimes good, bad things happen to good people because we hadn't listened yet, sometimes. And maybe we had not done what God said for so long. And now he knows that we know. Now he expects us to do it. When I was coming up, I had to make certain um, quality quality decisions or decisions that I would never turn back on. I remember the day when I'd received teaching and, you know, well, I guess we are We're going to receive the tithes here in a little bit, but this is not to try to get you to tithe. But I remember what happened to me that I got I received teaching on it and I hadn't been consistent up to, you know, with it and all of a sudden. I remember the day I said, you know what, God, I see it now, and I'm just gonna for the rest of my life, no matter what happens, I'm not gonna live beyond my means, so I can't tithe. I'm gonna live within my means for the rest of my life, in my life, and whatever ministry you have us serve or you know wherever you have us in leadership that was that was you know one of those decisions that I just can't go back on stepping forward and you know going to business school and being in business with my parents and 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 yet at the same time you know the, it was for them it wasn't for me you know there's I'm telling you what it it is just so normal today that we lead a whole region mostly filled with ministers that have full-time jobs. Talk about faith, (laughs) building tents and doing the ministry, like Paul, he, he worked. It's such a blessing when, you know... It takes faith to believe God for a certain budget, so we can do what, do what I'm called to do in this ministry can fulfill its mandates. It takes faith to um, plan a regional retreat this year, that every single year it's the greatest seed we sow throughout that year, and it takes faith to sow that seed. But I know I'm, I know we're supposed to, and it's going to refresh ministers and congregations throughout this whole southeast. It takes faith to be a cross where a missionary just drops in like he did yesterday, and it takes faith for him to speech his vision, and, and all of a sudden, the Lord tug on my heart, yeah, you need to sow 3,000 toward that. Of course, I always check my wife. <laughs> and, you know... But that wasn't just a seed I sowed. That was a seed that we sowed into Thailand. That's that, that, that was a seed we sowed into five nations. It's gonna be a hub, Rama Bible Training Center hub to, to just, just minister to thousands and thousands. Already have pioneered 90 churches and they want us to come over there and teach. <laughs> I got my hands full here. Glory to Jesus. But he said that I really need you, I would really like you to speak to our leaders over there, and you can do it. He said, you know, we, we can just have you come on Zoom. I said, well, that works better. <laughs> it really works better for all ministers, too, because, you know, we got to fly there and take up all that time, and then they have to, you know, they feel like they have to take care of us and, and all the kind of stuff, and we're very, very low maintenance. Anything else we want to talk about? All this stuff takes faith because I'm trying to focus on our stuff and God's having us give away a bunch of stuff to others. But I always know that when God's, God leads us to do different seeds, and I'm not saying that was a huge seed by $3,000, but faced with the seed I was getting ready to sow for the storm, I was like, God, I, I'm I'm not listening. God, we're gonna sew this seat over here. Mm, come on, you know what I'm talking about? You don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about tithing. Sometimes God asks special, special offerings. <laughs> you know, here's here's a special offering when you know it was God, but afterwards you're like, oh my God, what did I just do? I'm asking you to do that tonight. You will never get, you will never get any type of pressure on your giving in this house because if I if I put pressure on you, that would not be faith. I might challenge you because, you know, I'm trying to get you guys blessed, you know, in God's way of, you know, being increased, and, and it does. We, applying God's word takes faith. Dad, Dad Hagen said, you know, really, if you boil it down to us, faith, faith is simply acting on the word. It's just an, act, an action on the word of God. All right, get back to this scripture because this is where it all went south. I was just kidding. Y'all okay out there? Did y'all catch what I'm saying here today? I'm not opposed to any type of church, but I'm telling you what, sometimes I'm saying, guys, you need to have that one culture church because you're just not willing to change. They still come back. and say, okay, but, you know, it's just I'm trying to be honorable, transparent. But one thing's for sure is I've come to a point in my life that I'm not going to be involved in anything I can't speak into. Oh, yes. Say, it takes faith. All right. 1 Timothy 1, 1 through 5. Paul, an apostle, special messenger of Jesus Christ by the appointment and command of God, our Savior, and of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, our hope. To Timothy, my son, my true son in the faith. You know, you can have sons in the faith. You can have true sons in the faith. What's the difference between a son in the faith and a true son in the faith? Well, a son in the faith is one that told you recently, please speak into my life, no matter what it is. Just please correct me, straighten me out. Just speak into my life, anything. But it comes to the point to do that, they don't want it. You know, if we don't let God correct us, he, we're not enabling him to be a father to us. Because <laughs> he's going to warn us about, wait a minute, the way you're going, there's bridge out there. And there's sometimes God gets pretty straight with us and pretty stern with us. Oh, God, you hurt my feelings. Well, I mean, you're getting ready to go off a cliff, my God. Right? takes faith to develop to a point in our life that will become, I've heard it said like this before, and I think it's good, how many, how many love horses here, right? How many have ever ridden a horse, okay? How many uh, rode a horse with reins on it? And what happens when you get on that horse, you kick it, well, not too hard now, <laughs> you better know the horse, but... You know, you say, come on, let's go. And then you direct it with the reins. You can go right, lean right, left, lean. If you want to stop, what you got to say? Okay, so how how many have ever ridden a horse where it had no reins and you were just there to be on top of it because it's so well trained to you, all you had to do was lean? All you had to do was lean back. All you had to do was lean forward. See, I, I want to develop in my walk with God where I can take the reins off, where God can just lean instead of jerking me around sometimes. I'm going to keep my heart clean and, and on the Word and, and, and by the Spirit and developing in the fruit of the Spirit and all these different things. All these things. It's a lifestyle of faith. How many of it takes faith to have patience? Anybody go to Walmart this week? I'm serious, anybody go to Walmart this week? Yep. Yeah. Did you choose that line that looked like it was halfway up and this was halfway back and then you got in the one that was halfway up and all of a sudden that line goes quicker and then that line is way behind, right? It takes faith to have patience. It takes patience to work through the ultimate manifestation what you're believing God for because patience is a force it's a fruit that will enable us to stand stand having done all to stand in the same same way each day whether it's going right that day or wrong that day you're still going to stay in faith because patience is holding you steady Man, everything takes faith in God and faith in His Word. And... How many know it takes faith to be long suffering? See, the, the, the faith that God has for us will, when other people's natural faith gives up on people, He'll kick in with patience so you don't. And you'll stand for somebody till the very last breath that they draw, and you'll never give up on them, no matter what has happened, no matter what has happened in life. Someone's requiring on your faith and your patience to believe in them, regardless and in spite of them, just like God has done with all of us at some point in our life. Kurt, you—I love how you said that. Kurt, you're one of a kind, man. I love Kurt, and he said, "You know what? We're all X something." Now, right? that what you said? I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. So stop remembering your ex something and all of a sudden get too high on your horse. Can't believe what you did. Well, I wonder if we found out what you did. <laughs> you might say, oh, never mind. Oh, oh, Jesus. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Love you. Yeah. Believe in you. Not going to give up on you. Well, whether you like it or not, let's pray let's just have call tonight well father i just pray tonight that we all learn something uh, in all the different ways that we had a discussion tonight father we, we we love all races we love all ages we love all ministries we love all ministers we love and, and we appreciate and we respect the different ways you use people and. Father, even when people are certain in certain um, bents in the way that they do ministry, well, praise God, they can minister to people that like like that type of ministry. Thank God for that. My heart motive tonight is not that we're better or worse than anybody else, but it's that we maximize a harvest, that we may not limit what race or age it is. Father, that way. Look at me now. One of the one of the reasons why we want to be multicultural, multigenerational, because it's going to require each age to work together and in each culture to work together. That's what that means. I got corrected the other day, where you know I, I was asking, and, and I wasn't necessarily corrected in the sense, sense it wasn't like a bad correction, but you know I've told you guys before that if if God forbid something happened to my wife and I, there's a plan. I know who would replace us. But rather than replacing us, we work on people reinforcing us. All the different areas of this ministry, I said, listen, who's your replacement? But I'm asking, who's your reinforcement? And it'll be obvious who replaces you. Building reinforcements. I don't know if you're in leadership, but make sure you're bringing other people along so that you don't have to do all, you don't have to do everything all the time. I mean, in the course of two, three weeks, we had how many funerals and weddings and hospital visitations and you know, situations, critical in the hospital, and I did, there's just absolutely no, and then all of a sudden, my wife and I might have to shoot down to South Carolina for a critical thing in one of our churches. But you know what? We got reinforcements back here. And you're praying for us. Most time that you wouldn't see us in church, we're on assignment, or by God, we got to take a break. Anybody like the thought of your pastor going on vacation? Well, thanks a lot. I love you guys, going, but just don't make it a habit. Not too much. of. Huh? hey, you got to come to church though so consistently. It's good to take breaks. Father, thank you for this break tonight. Thank you for refilling us with your Holy Spirit, strength, grace, truth. Whatever you need to say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Give us grace and strength to apply it in the name of Jesus. So we're not just forgetful hearers of your word, but doers of your word. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening. If this message was a blessing to you, make sure to share with your friends and leave a review. For more information about who we are and where we're located, check out our website at harvest-tryout.com.